What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mind Your Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Shelton. Today on the show, I got Ted Fleming. He is the founder of Partake Brewing, which is a non-alcoholic beer company. So we get into Ted's story, what caused him to start Partake and really get into this whole movement towards you know, creating a non-alcoholic beer and brewery while he was going through, you know, a pretty tough time. Actually, he was on a hospital bed in Malta, Greece, and he kind of had this epiphany and aha moment. So great story to hear really how he went and found his own problem and then solved it. And then in turn, ended up solving that problem for a lot of people. So I think, uh, I think this is a really, really interesting, cool interview to listen to, especially if you're, you know, you want to found your own CPG product, or if you have one already, and you're just looking to grow or get reinvigorated, re-inspired. I think this is the episode for you. But before we get into it, as always, look, we put together this episode, we're Cave Social. We're a marketing agency based out of LA that can help your company grow online, particularly with social media. So if you're feeling stuck on social, don't know where to go, don't know how to translate it into customers, more inquiries, et cetera, head over to cavesocial.com, hit the contact us. We'd love to help you out. All right, let's sit back, enjoy this episode. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the show. Today, joining me is the founder of Partake Brewing, a award-winning brewer. And there's an interesting note with his product that I'm going to let him get into. But joining me is Ted Fleming. Ted, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Jordan. How are you? I'm doing well. So I want to get right in. Tell me the story of Partake Brewing. How did the idea come to be? And then walk me through those steps of you know getting it up and running. Sure. My story goes back all the way to 2005. And uh, in that year, I was kind of uh, a few years out of college. I was just starting to get kind of my feet underneath me in terms of career and social life and really enjoying the city I was living in, which was Toronto at the time. You know, I went in for what I thought was just, you know, your routine medical appointment, a little checkup, you know, check all the boxes and move on, right? And uh, unfortunately, in that uh, appointment, I was told that uh, it looked like I had Crohn's disease. And that ended up being true. And sort of that was the start of these, uh, you know, some very fundamental changes in my life. Some of them took longer to happen. But if you fast forward to 2010, I was I was married. I, I was a dad for the first time. I had a three month year old daughter and my wife and I and our newborn were in Malta in the Mediterranean on a vacation. And I spent 75% of that vacation in the hospital. And it was sort of, you know, in that hospital room, I had a lot of time to to be there by myself and to reflect. And, you know, I basically made the decision, okay, this, this is not the way I want things to be and started to make a mental inventory of the things I was going to do when I got back that were going to sort of change the trajectory I was on. You know, in, in general, some of those things were eating healthier, drinking healthier, you know, being more present for my family. And, you know, eventually one of the more specific things was a decision to give up alcohol. And sort of that was sort of kind of the start of the seed that uh, grew into Partake Brewing. It's interesting, right? When you get those aha moments and it kind of, it's the culmination of a ton of events that then end up hitting you. Could be out on a hike or in a hospital bed and just says, okay, I'm going to make this this change, right? Now, Partake Brewing is a non-alcoholic beer. And talk to me about, you start the company. And now you're approaching restaurants and bars and you're, you know, trying to get it on shelves or in fridges, so to speak. What was that process like, you know, with approaching them and just pitching and saying like, hey, you know, there's people who need this and uh, we make a kick-ass product. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll go back a little bit as, you know, early days as just purely a consumer without a, you know, a commercial interest in, in non-alcoholic beer. And I'd go out with a lot of my friends and, you know, the craft beer movement was uh, really exciting at the time. Lots of new breweries, lots of new products different varieties and I go out with them and say, hey, I'm on this path to not drinking. I'm really, it's important to me, but hey, are there other options out there? Is, is there a non-alcoholic beer that I could have? And, you know, in, in a lot of the circumstances, there wasn't, they didn't even carry anything. And in the cases there were, it was a really lackluster product. It didn't have great taste. The variety in the category, everything was a lager. So it was, it was very tough to you know, stay true to the goal that I had set for myself in that environment. And that's sort of another sort of thing that just kind of pushed me along to create Partake Brewing. And then, you know, once I got into the business myself and and trying to make things better for people like me, you know, I think my personal story and, and my own journey was very helpful. And a lot of people, you know, they'll listen to that and they'll say, yeah, you know what, we carry gluten-free beer like this, you know, this makes sense. It makes sense to be inclusive and understand there's a broader customer base out there. So generally speaking, it was a positive experience, but, you know, we're still at the early stages of bringing, you know, the mass market to to having non-alcoholic beer, but it's, it's exciting and uh, it gives me a sense of purpose. You know, it's interesting, right? You, a lot of times, some people who come on this show, products are really birthed out of people solving their own frustration. And it's saying like, you go to sit down at a bar, you want your friends are there, you want to have a non-alcoholic beer, but it's that same, the same crap that's been there for 20 years. That's just like, and you're like, okay, there's no depth, there's no taste, we can do this better and you can solve that problem. And then I, I think so one, it's it's amazing to see that in action, right? Instead of taking it from, oh, I wish there was a product to be like, oh, I'll be the one who solves this problem, not only for myself, but then in so you end up solving that problem and really giving people another option in the beverage industry or in the when they're looking for a beverage that is powerful. I think that's so cool. And then two, that's something that I find very interesting just with North American culture versus I lived in Germany for a time and it's very uh, normal to have a non-alcoholic beer there from a local brewer. They'll make a non-alcoholic version. Yeah, it's your lunch. You don't want to have a buzz going. So you get the non-alcoholic and it tastes great. And uh, changing that sentiment, I think in North America, you know, it's a hurdle. And I think society's coming around to it with just people being a little more health conscious. now. Have you noticed that that wave into health and fitness has kind of correlated with more of a demand for partake? Yeah, certainly, you know, our early view of what our customer looked like, you know, it, it reflected me in many ways. It was someone who had a health or medical reason to be in non-alcoholic beer. It was more a matter of you had to be there rather than you chose to be because early days, the product offering was so awful that everyone, you know, it was a compromised product. And today, you know, you've got brewers like us partake that make a variety of great tasting non-alcoholic beer. We've won the World Beer Award for the best tasting non-alcoholic beer in the world. We're made with natu- all natural ingredients. We have a very clean ingredient deck and our beers are as low as 10 calories per can. So there really is a strong health and wellness component to what, you know, what we're bringing to the table. And that's resonating with a lot of consumers. And I think, as you say, the, the health and wellness trend People are looking at their relationship with alcohol in a new way. They realize there's a time and a place for it, but there's also a time and a place to socialize in a healthier way. And uh, we make it easy for people to do that. It's one of those things where like, I think this is only going to get bigger and bigger because like myself, I love, I love beer. I love the taste of beer and people, I don't want to have a sugary soda 
at the bar if I'm out and not feeling like drinking, right? And it's also if it's a Tuesday night, I just I don't necessarily want to have, you know, two or three alcoholic drinks because it's going to mess up my sleep, it's going to mess up everything and I'm super conscious of all of that how it fits into health. So I think that's uh I think that's only going to continue to explode as you see the movement towards natural foods and just a, a more health conscious population as a whole. Now, in terms of distribution, right? And there's one avenue getting product on shelves at bars. Now, obviously, last year, I haven't I don't remember last time I was in a bar. Let's put it that way with COVID. Now, one of the advantages that I think you have and correct me if I'm wrong is you can ship direct to consumer with it being non-alcoholic, right? So talk to me about that segment. Has that been something that you all leaned into a ton throughout COVID? Yeah, we even, you know, going back to our our earliest days, we launched on Kickstarter in in early 2017. We started our business as as, uh, exclusively a direct-to-consumer business, probably the first beer company ever to start as a D2C. So, you know, that's kind of in our DNA. And we'd been focusing, I have to be honest, a bit more on, you know, growing our traditional distribution into bricks and mortar retailers prior to COVID. But we did have a strong audience in our online store. And that's one of the things we did really well off off the hop was we really cultivated a feeling of community around what we were doing because we were we were essentially first to market with a, a better version of non-alcoholic beer, a healthier, tastier version. And a lot of people appreciated, you know, us taking the risk to make their lives better. So yeah, online sales have been very strong for us. It allows us to reach a whole bunch of areas in, in the US and in Canada that that don't have great retail distribution for us yet. That's coming. But uh, it's a it's a great way to, to support our business. And it's, you know, for any other CPG entrepreneurs out there, I'm sure you know this already, but it's a, it's a great way to start and, and to test and to launch new products. So it's a it's a great tool that we have today that entrepreneurs 10 or 15 years ago didn't have. Yeah, the way I see it with um the DTC side of things is versus retail is retail is a great chance for exposure to new customers that they might be sitting there and they say, Hey, what non-alcoholic beer do you have? And they try it, they like it. And now they go look it up and you get this segment that becomes the return customer online, especially if they're in, like you're saying, some of these outskirt places in the U S and Canada where the distribution is just not there. Maybe they have a couple local places, but the options are limited. So they're used to looking to Amazon and used to looking to these services to get those, you know, you more unique products, so to speak. I think that's a, it's exciting, man. Now looking forward coming out of COVID, what is next for partake? Do you guys, yeah. Like where do you see, or where do you want to take the brand? We're just starting to, I think, really get off the ground in the U.S. We've signed up a whole bunch of distribution that's just starting to get some traction now. Some major retailers have brought in our product like Wegmans, like uh, Safeway Albertsons, Whole Foods, Total Wine. So we're getting some really nice distribution into the U.S. So that's our focus over the probably the next couple of years is to really build out that uh, distribution footprint and to find retail opportunities into those uh uh, large communities and and smaller ones in in the U.S. And, and try to make our product as accessible as possible. I think in our journey, the first step was to make a product taste good, and we did that, and to make it healthy, and we did that, and to make it available online, and we did that. And I think you know this next stage for us is to make it accessible everywhere, change that experience that I had when you went in and they wouldn't have something or they'd have something that wasn't very good. You know, I want people to be able to, you know, in a couple of years to be able to go into that bar or restaurant and have, you know, not only one great choice, but maybe a few. I love it. 
Now, Ted, before I let you go, let people know where can they go pick up some of your beer um, and connect with you online. Sure. So I'm on uh, LinkedIn, of course. You can get us direct at uh, drinkpartake.com. And uh, on that website, you can find lots of major retailers that we've partnered with in uh, both the US and Canada. Amazing. And I will put links to both uh, Ted's LinkedIn and also to uh, drinkpartake.com in the show notes. So you guys can just go down and click that link and head on over and grab some of these brews for yourself. Ted, thanks so much for coming on today. I appreciate it. Thank you, Jordan. All right, everybody. That's it for this episode. As always, I'm your host, Jordan Shelton, and I'll catch you next time. Um.